Good evening and welcome, welcome, welcome to all of our repeat visitors to Date Night with their Hylix. We're your hosts, Eric and Dr. Sakisha Hylix, your relationship experts. Oh, yes. And we are excited as always. So tonight, we're going to be talking a little bit about dating and yes. the three Ds. Yes, the three Ds of dating. So we're going to step outside the norm and talk about it. A little bit differently tonight. I hope you don't mind. We hope you want to just flow with us this evening. Is that all right? Yeah. All right. So when you're thinking in terms of dating, we're going to, like my husband said, we're going to be talking about the three D's. So we hope you got your pen and your paper ready while you're grooving and listening to Love Radio 24. And, and when we're thinking in terms of dating, we, one of the, the first D's that we're thinking about is the ultimate decision. Should I or shouldn't I? (laughs) And I'm sure you're wondering, like, what do you mean, should I or shouldn't I? You know what? There's always a decision that we have to make these days. And because every we're we're transitioning through a new normal, because we're dealing with a different generation, the thought pattern is a lot different than it was when back when I was growing up. Right. So it's like, well, should I? Are they kind of cute or <laughs> should I? But well, they got a nice shape, but eh, they're kind of flighty. But yeah. So, oh. you know what? For those of you that are out there listening, you know, have you ever thought about that question? You know, you found somebody you were considering dating them, but you had that question in the back of your mind, you know, kind of like, should I or shouldn't I? And you know, especially when they're all red flags, but you're still like, mm, I'm, I'm kind of bored. I need to be someone that I can talk to, you know. And you know what? That's true. Right now, um, things are starting to open back up, but everyone is still um, exercising under abundance of caution in terms of their interaction and and social distancing. So you have to be mindful of who it is you're actually connecting with who you're actually going to date, especially if you're considering something face to face. So, you know, before you put yourself out there, you gotta, you gotta start really reevaluating and assessing, you know, I know that, that she looks like a, what is it? A, a brick house, you know, on the outside, but what's going on on the inside. And I'm finding these, the generation these days, they're starting to really evaluate, you know, more closely, who they should date. What are your thoughts on that, honey? Well, <clears throat> that younger generation, they they don't have, they seem like not really have any standards anymore. Ooh, wow. Ooh. How have so? Commitments. They're not looking for commitments. They're looking for the good time to have some fun. And, you know, that should I have sex or should I not have sex? And should I, should I give them a call? Should I send them a what up text or Nowadays, they don't even really exchange phone numbers. Just just get Instagrams. Yeah, I mean, the, the concept <clears throat> of dating is definitely different. So when you're considering who should you date, I mean, are you doing it basically on their profile? They don't based even on... call it dating anymore. Okay, hooking up. Okay, <laughs> so this is, instead of it being date night with the highlights, it should be hooking up with the highlights. I know. No, right? no, no, that doesn't I'm sound right. <laughs> <laughs> but that's kind of just how that, this generation, the younger generation, the you know, the teenagers and in the early 20s, they just kind of like, um, you know, hey, uh, what's going on? What you doing? I have a question yeah. for you. So when you're looking at um, someone to date and, and you're pondering that question, should I or shouldn't I? As a man, you know, what kinds of things are going through your mind when you're making that first D decision, that ultimate decision? 
Hmm. Well, I tell you one thing, it's got to be eye catching. She's got to be eye catching. She's got to look good, you know. Okay. Got to be shapely. <clears throat> okay. Mm -hmm. What else? Is that also honestly, <laughs> men, you guys are really just looking at if, if the girl is shapely, but what if she can't hold a conversation? Well, I mean, I'm not, when I first look at her, that's one thing. Um, I get to find out more about her and if she's fun and she can hold a conversation, that's a plus. Okay. So that means that's an opportunity for a follow-up date then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If not, you're okay with just one date and be done. Yeah, it just depends on how she is. So is that why they're going more towards a, you know, where people are splitting the tabs, which I'm, to me, you know, from my perspective, it's unheard of. Well, I won't say it's unheard of. My expectation, you ask me out, of course you pay. But now it's, oh, no, I got me, you have you. What's that all about? I don't know, because I know when you and I were dating, it was like, <laughs> Spend all spend all Eric's money and then oh okay, I got this one. But let's <laughs> let's stay focused on what's actually going on. We're not gonna <laughs> we're not here to talk about me right about now. I know. I but what well, what about having standards when you're dating? Is it okay for a woman to expect a guy to pay when they're dating? Um, of course. I mean, typically, you know, you would think that the man is going to pay. Mm -hmm. Um, and so should that be considered a red flag? A guy asks you out, but then he wants to split the bill. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm asking because you have some women that have, and I'm going to, I'm going, you know, based on just having conversations with people that have been dating, you know, and I've been reading articles and they were talking about how young ladies these days, they're Ubering guys to their house for sexual encounters and Uber them back home. And oh, these are like, weird high school college and i'm like wait a minute you're doing what <laughs> you know so to me there's evidently there's a a, a shift or, or in the train of thought when it comes to dating to the point where a woman is gonna say okay i'm gonna uber you over to my house we're gonna handle our business and i'm gonna uber you back home so so tell me how is that and for me personally i feel like that's just removing the i don't want to say emasculating the man i mean i understand sometimes things happen financially, but still you Uber somebody to your house, handle business, and then you pay to send them back home. Yeah, that's what it is. But I'm like, when well, let's, let's go, let's dig into this. Now you, you talked about the three D's and of course the first one is a decision to date and then the, the, the decision to maybe have sex. Now that second D is the double standard. Once okay. you make the decision to have sex, right? Mm. Oh, yes. Let's <clears throat> let's talk about that because we're living in an age now where everyone wants to be free. Everyone wants, I own my body. I can do what I want with my body. I get that. But just because you have the right, does that mean you need to do that? That's, that's a question that I have because you have it such that now um, – casual sexual relationships are, are more readily accepted now, yes, you know, and everyone's, you know, they're thinking, Oh, well, you know, I, I don't really need to be tied down to this one person. If I want to connect or hook up with this person, um, this weekend, I can do that. And then the next weekend, someone else and the next weekend I'm like, but then you're, you're hooking up with these women, but then what's your perception as, as a man of that woman afterwards? If she hooks up with you one weekend, the next weekend you find out she's 
dating or hooking up with your friend and then a different friend the next weekend? <clears throat> well, it depends. If you were like, if, if you hooked up and she was real good, she's a real pretty, real pretty girl, you're expecting her to be your one and only. Uh, Why? Maybe because you she's didn't pretty? talk about it. And, well, I'm saying if she's good. Oh, she's good and pretty. So oh that's that's knocking out two spots right there. See, now and you're expecting her to be, you know, exclusive. But you know, this is what first date, second date. But you if know. you're hooking up on a first date, second date, is that even really acceptable these days? Obviously. Well, you know, that's what we've been hearing from our, you know, the teenagers and and the younger, and generation, the younger generation that we've been. That, they don't even require you to be boyfriend girlfriend. Yeah, now. no, not even a. You don't even have a designation of a relationship. It's no, just. It's just. Oh, let me put my head in your lap, and then next. Oh thing, my! You know. Yeah, I mean, it's just. <laughs> it's really, really out there these days, and for me, that's a cause for concern. Because one, you have to think about you know, sexually transmitted diseases. But then a lot of times with women, we want to be liberated and own our bodies. But then at the same time, you don't want to be labeled a certain way as being easy. So can you really have one these days? Can you have one without the other? What being easy? The, being labeled easy because you I don't think that women even care these days if, if they're labeled. You can't say all women though, but there's a less of concern for that. Yeah, it's not really a big deal. It just it's just the that is kind of like widely accepted. Wow. I mean, for the longest, you know, women were widely punished or, or shamed, you know, or even humiliated for owning their sexuality. And now it's like, it's like, let it rip. I just don't care anymore. <laughs> so that's where it seems now, but, but think about it like this, but then a, a man, you'll, you'll take advantage of those benefits, those friends with benefits mm -hmm. options or dating or hooking up. They have so many different terms. Now my head is actually starting to spin because I'm trying to keep all of this stuff uh, clearly delineated mm -hmm. in my mind because I'm like researching and reading the articles and, and talking to people. And this person explains it using this term. They're hooking up. Oh, no, this person uses the term. Oh, we're just kicking it. Oh, no, we're just friends. Well, friends with benefits. And I'm like, wait a minute. You have way too many terms out there going on. Yeah. Well, I mean, now let's talk about, you know, before they start hooking up, they're, they're, they're either especially now they're using the online dating platform, which, you know, can be good, could be bad. And then uh, maybe on, I mean, really that's the time where they start talking about stuff and, mm -hmm. and really finding out because I mean, like on a school or the college level, that's a different story. Well, you know what, if you think about it, Traditionally speaking, when you when you connect with someone, you may meet them at your job or at school. You get to see them around quite a bit and get a chance to spend time with them. But then right. when you're connecting with someone online dating, mm -hmm. you know, is that person really who they say they are? Oh, is that what remember what we were talking, talking about? Catfishing. Oh, yeah. But I'm just <clears throat> saying, though, and then you rush. Um, well, I mean, if you're you're online dating, you're supposed to theoretically be spending more time talking, but how many people are you recognizing that's going on Tinder and all these other different websites and then immediately just running out to date someone and then hooking up with a random person? Well, let's look and see, are they really um, 
so busy. So these are busy professionals, busy young people who are in school. So they don't really have the time to really do dating. So they look to do online dating to try to just find someone and, and hook up, you oh, know, wow. so busy professionals, they I guess they don't have time unless, um, well, it's not like they have happy hours right now. Um, okay. we can That's go true. out and, and sit at a bar and start talking and conversating. So really the online dating is, um, really the, the facto standard right now. Well, okay. Well, with that being the standard though, is shouldn't there still be a standard when you're dating someone? Because right now you're talking about these high, high powered individuals. And I get that they're very busy. They have highly stressful jobs. Um, they have a lot going on, but in all honesty, a lot of these, these, um, business execs are still, they're doing a lot from home. So are they really as busy as they say? Because, I mean, when you're even watching the news today, they were talking about how people that are have to transition to working at home, you know, they're still having to manage their time. But, you know, if you're online dating, are you still making time for that? Or is it still the same thing? Like, I'm still busy, you know? Well, one thing about online dating, I think it opens up the diversity in dating mm -hmm. um, because now the the dating has increased in popularity in online dating mm -hmm. and studies shows that um, really there's a diversity. So when you're talking about dating, it could be different races that are, are starting to date online um, because it's really not that in person, in person, person, you know, meeting It's really just the, you know, um, it kind of takes that, you know, oh, you got to be white, you got to be black, you got to be Spanish out of the way. It's just kind of like online, you just really start talking and you find an interesting conversation. And then the next thing you know, you're like, oh, okay, I like this person. You know what I mean? Okay. So it's kind of like, it's more so just a compatibility thing. Right. Okay. Yeah. You know, really interests. And um, because mm -hmm. it kind of takes that, 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 I guess that discriminative uh, piece out, you know. Yeah, but out of the mix. Now, let's be real. When we're thinking in terms of dating now, or do you find that more often that people that are dating and or doing the online dating, they're more, I don't want to say colorblind, but, you know, it's not a great, it's not such a big thing if you're black and he's white or vice versa or someone's black and someone's Spanish or, you know, what do, what are your thoughts on that? Well, I mean, like I was here, uh, we have some statistics here. We says couples who meet online are more likely to be from different races or ethnicities and even political parties. But these differences dif disappear among young couples. Ooh, so now right. I have a question. Okay. What about dating? Like they're saying is there's a difference in political parties. But when you think about it, how... How many uh, Biden supporters you gonna see dating Trump supporters? Well, yeah, that's a different I mean, story. Nah, <laughs> now I let's mean, be real. That, that's a, a IQ thing. <laughs> <laughs> but look here, let's look at some of these statistics here. So it says couples of all ages. So, and we're looking at different incomes. Mm -hmm. So different incomes, different educational levels. Um, let's see here, meet online and meet offline. So you look, you're looking at different incomes. So you like. 83% of people with different incomes, they actually meet online versus meeting offline is 85%. That's kind of like, 
equal, different educational levels now. So meeting online, there's about 63% people who meet online and um, different educational levels, 59%. So it's still it's a little wider, but not as big. But look, there's a greater disparity when it comes to races and ethnicity. It is. So let's see here. Online is what? 30% versus uh, offline. That's what I was telling you. When you're online, you really kind of, it takes that that stigma of, oh, you're, you're, you're black and I'm white, you know, and you're Spanish. It kind of takes that up because it's like you just go to talking online and... You, you know, you find some interesting things and you go to, you just go on and you find out um, you, that you really have interest. It's kind of like that show. Remember the blind dating Love is show? Blind. Love is Blind. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because when you're talking to the person, I mean, you can kind of uh, tell a little bit about the ethnicity, the way they speak. But I really. <laughs> well, but, you know, I beg to differ with that. I mean, there are certain well, you things. You sound white. You know, <laughs> I can't with you. But I'm just saying, honestly, you know, when you're talking to someone on the phone, like working in healthcare for over 19 years, I've spoken with I don't know how many people on the phone, and they they've assumed I've been all kinds of ethnicities, and because you're so articulate and so professional. Oh, so people that aren't so so if you don't sound articulate, does that assume that you have a certain um, ethnicity? Well, and the people who are, are from Oxford in England and I have the accents and the oh my goodness, speaking, okay, okay, you know, but I'm, versus when you like have a southern twang, you know, that's going to give you a demographic of where you live versus somebody who does have an English accent or maybe an Irish accent or maybe a Spanish accent. Okay, I mean, I understand that, okay, but there's still misconceptions when you speak to someone on the phone because. I've been misconstrued for all kinds of ethnicities and they come into the pharmacy and they're like, oh, I was talking to this. I know. You know, and it's probably one of your technicians and they think it because the technicians may be Spanish or white. They don't want to go over there and say, aren't you the pharmacist? And you're like, no, that was actually her. <laughs> she has the doctor. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But I'm just saying though, but when you're honestly dating and getting to know someone, then when you remove race, I think that opens you up to, to lots of more possibilities. You don't pigeonhole yourself in. Well, you know, that's what women um, or black women are saying now. They're, they're starting to open themselves up to different races when they're talking about dating. But I mean, there have other ethnicities that have always been that have been more receptive to dating outside of their race. And you know, I think this just removes that that barrier because you're not just looking at the color of their skin. You're actually trying to generate a, a relationship and see if there's a degree of combat compatibility between the two of you. Can you have a conversation? Do you have fun together? Do you enjoy each other's company? So, well, I mean, now let's look at, for instance, say our kids. They have been. Uh, they grew up in in. Uh, in a certain part of town where they're only exposed to, you know, certain demographic of people. So when it comes to dating or somebody that they may like, it's not necessarily going to be someone who necessarily looks like them. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because that's what they're exposed to. Yeah. You know? And, and I get that, but you know, what about those people that may not have been exposed to people outside of their, well, I don't want to say they may not have been, but that if you look at the demographic of where they're raised or where they go to school, 
you know, the ethnicities that they're exposed to is going to vary according to, you know, here in the Florida area mm -hmm. where you live, yeah. you know, so. I think it's really the demographics of where you are, because I mean, and because Florida's a kind of a a unique um a unique location because you have a lot of tourists you right. have a high spanish population and portuguese high high brazilian population brazilian. versus if you're in the dc area there'll be a different demographic gotcha or if in the new atlanta. york area yeah or atlanta yeah. in atlanta you will find more um, black and brown people okay all right well that makes sense so you know, the one of the first D's we were talking about was the decision making, and the second one was that double standard. But the third D I wanted to talk about was the difference in expectations, mm -hmm. because you know, like we talked about before, you mentioned that nowadays a relationship is now optional; it's not required for sex, right? <laughs> and I, I kind of want to, I want to. I expound on that a little bit because okay. I'm thinking in terms of that was not always the case. So what exactly was that tipping point that shifted the dynamic such that a relationship is not required? I don't know. Um, this particular generation, they just don't have any, I don't know. That's, that's, I hate. Nobody told them what it means to have some kind of, standard or something so know? were we too busy being friends that we weren't being parents I enough to establish a, you know that that line or maybe to demonstrate don't that have kids these days. <laughs> they just don't have any home training and stuff well i hate to say that they don't have home training but that's no longer a mandate it's no longer it needs to be i yeah. mean how many parents are really seriously talking about um, to their their sons and their daughters i mean because if not you, you know my pet peeve. I mean, you look on social media, these 20s and 30-year-olds, they're always advertising. There's definitely going to be different expectations. But you know what? It's like now, nowadays women are no longer requiring a commitment before we get into physical relationships with others. And now it's like, do we all of a sudden lack morals and values or is it just something that we're not focusing on instilling in our, our children? And then it becomes a, a thing where you're like, well, whose responsibility is it? You know, are we as parents just failing in that area? You know, or we're just so busy focusing on, uh, being their friends that were not being parents. What are your thoughts about that? Because um, I, for me, I believe it used to be, the goal used to be, oh, I want to be in a relationship. I want to be, you know, with someone that wants to have a committed relationship. Now it's kind of, you know, we meet, we spend some time together and I'll call, I'll, well, how, what's the, the term of the way they express it now? Oh, I'll hit you up later. You know, and it's it's like it's taken with a grain of salt. And and my concern is for this generation, what's going to continue to happen for the generations afterwards? Because I'm thinking in terms of, you know, we're really adamant about instilling morals and values into our children, you know, teaching them respect, teaching them to honor their bodies and and to not just, you know, just give their bodies away, you know, and to be understand that you have to be willing to step away from the crowd and, and be bold and be a leader. But then if that's not being taught in every household, then 
what happens you know whose responsibility is it to to then it's just sex fest um 2020 i don't know <laughs> oh my gosh but that's scary that's really really scary because you're going to think about this generation and then what's going to happen afterwards what kind of morals and values would they well you know what i tell you this uh being single i mean and it, it, it's, it's you know you know when think about it when you go to college and you're away from mom and dad you know I get that. You're finally on your own. You can make your own decisions. I completely get that. But the fact is some of these decisions are taking place and this is transpiring prior to them leaving home to going away to college. Right. So that's, that's what I'm saying. So some kind of morals and some kind of standards need to take place. And I really don't think um, that a lot of, of that is taking place in the family structure today. Now let's talk about this. So what impact do you think social media is having on that? Because before, you know, when we were dating, there wasn't as much access to, to oh, women, this you is know, a whole different time. We have to, <clears throat> we have to come up to speed and be on, on the current playing field because yeah, social media is just, that's a wild, wild west. There's no, um, <clears throat> there's no law. There's no nothing. It's just, you open, you just, it's fun. Social media is just open up fun. But you know what? It also distracts from learning. Simply. Well, um, you know how much, seriously, when you're dating, how if, are there really these in-depth conversations? Are there quick texts? You know, just not even full sentences. H-R-U. How are you? Not even how are you doing? How was your day? It's H-R-U. H-R-U. Well, I got a question now from the man's perspective. We talked about perspectives, right? Okay. And let's look at the social media. You see a lot of these attractive women that are advertising on, you know, I'm always calling it advertising. So why, if they're so attractive, why don't they have a, a steady boyfriend? Why don't they, you know, why are they still single? One, do they really want a steady boyfriend? If they're these high-powered um, professionals, they're, they're busy individuals. Uh, okay, what I'm saying. Some of them are nurses, and some. Of, I mean, they're well, professionals. That's, that's professional. But when you're saying high power, I'm thinking like a CEO, an executive director. But I'm talking about like your your professional, your everyday professional. They could be teachers. They could be nurses. You know, in their twenties and their thirties. I think because one, we're no longer holding men accountable to dating us. We're making it so easy for them to get what they want. It's like a dog on a smorgasbord out there. You know, no need to date and have a steady girlfriend. If you could hook up with this girl on Friday, this girl on Saturday, this girl on Sunday, and no one ever says there should be a, wait a minute, time out. You know, you don't, I'm only hearing from you every third weekend. But no one's willing to establish boundaries because they're so afraid of being alone. Sometimes they're just willing to compromise. So, just to have somebody. Well, okay. Uh, because think that about might be it. The case. We need, you know what? I think we probably need to inter uh, interview some of these young ladies that are out there on social media. I mean, they they're 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 putting on their, you know, uh, lingerie or their. A lot of them are looking for attention, uh, and, and this is what I found out after talking. With I because I talk to lots of teenage girls because we have a teenage mm -hmm. daughter. Mm -hmm. I'll talk to her, I'll talk to her friends, I'll talk to the you know, their friends that are like their early 20s. And a lot of them are simply looking for attention. They feel like they have to one up the next girl. Okay, she's showing a 
uh, a picture out there and she's half naked. So now I've got to put a half naked picture out there. So then the next girl decides, well, I want to stand out. So I'm going to show a little bit more. And it, it, and then the cycle continues versus these young ladies, rather than being uh, alone until they get the right one, they're going to keep exposing themselves and doing what they have to do, compromising just to get attention because that's what validates them versus us teaching them for them not to be validated based on the number of likes that they're getting. So let me ask you this. Yes. Okay. How does a woman, of course, you're going to look nice. You want to look sexy. You want, you want to look presentable to men to capture their eyes. How do you do that without saying that that's what I want? You know what I mean? Well, I mean, <clears throat> in all honesty, it's just, you have to use wisdom. You can look and see what's going on for men. They're kind of like clicking, Oh, like, 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 but I started asking um, my daughter and her friends have conversations with guys that, you know, you're really cool with that. You can have those conversations with. And they said, look, these girls out there that are half naked, I'm going to click like, and I'll take them home for one night, but I can guarantee you they won't be my girlfriend. I'll do it. I'll take them home, handle my business. And after that, I'm done with them. Well, then what about the um, the good girls that are not necessarily doing all those things to try to get the attention, try to get the, you know, the exposure? Unfortunately, they find themselves between a rock and a hard place because they want to feel love. They want to feel like they're just as beautiful as the next young lady. But these guys are looking at who's showing skin, who's giving up what. And until they get to that point of maturity where they're like, I want a, a nice young lady to settle down with. Then they come looking for the good girls. And by then, and all honestly, the good girls have gotten tired of waiting. They start showing skin. And and I'm not, and I'm not by any means justifying what they're doing. Um, but because, they're starting to get desperate. Yeah. And and it's unfortunate. And then they start compromising. Yeah. And they start doing things that they don't normally do. Right. Just to <laughs> Just to get attention, just to feel love. There are a lot of attractive women out there still single now. I mean, 20 and 30s, but now there's some even, um, you know, pushing up into the 40s. I mean, let's, I mean, let's look at some celebrities. I mean, why oh, are celebrities? Yeah. I mean, you, we see them on television. Maybe is it because they're so inundated with their careers that they're still single? Some of them can be inundated with their careers. But then you have a lot to lose because in that aspect, you don't know who's really coming at you for you or That's because true. of who you are. That's true. So you have to be very, very careful. That's true. And then also you got to look at the demographics of, of who they're around. Because, you know, a lot of times mm -hmm. the stigma is, oh, you see all of the when you have the athletes and the, and, the, and the professional black actors that are doing well, they end up with different races. And then black women are saying, oh, look. Why are they doing that? You know, why some women, outside? They know some people tend thing? to be more aggressive. And I think that's, that's a challenge too, because some, some races, I hate, are, are, tend to be more aggressive, you know? This is true. We know this with our son and then that being the case. Yeah. Too. So then, <laughs> but then you have to explain to them and, and just believe, trust God. Hey, look, to give him wisdom, to recognize who, is really interested in you and who isn't. But he well, likes the attention. When you're getting that attention. But but honestly, like he said, he's no fool. He'll sit there. The ones that are giving him the attention, 
He's like, all right, I'll, I'll talk with them. I'll, I'll chop it up with them for a little bit. But he has the ones that he really likes. And they're not the ones posting the half-naked pictures. They're not the ones texting him all and, the time. Right. And he told you in a heartbeat, if one of these nice ones wants to date, these the ones he's chopping up, well, they can be, how you say, they can be gone. <laughs> right. But those, those nice ones don't really seem to be given the attention. Like they really, really want to, you know, date or be with them. Some of them are really confident in who they are and they don't have to run behind somebody. And that's the thing. We have to teach our young ladies to be confident in who they are. Now, okay, it's of course, you know, you could show interest by all means. I'm not saying don't show interest, but you do know there are certain types of messaging that you get from one young lady uh -huh. that you would not get from another young lady. So even our son has started to realize that he's like, Wait a minute, she's a little too free, you know. So it's a different caliber of a person. Person, and women. then yeah, and then you have to be mindful of how are they raised, what's deemed acceptable in their household versus what's acceptable in our household, because we know what things we're speaking into our son's ear when you know raising him, but not everybody has that same. Um, not everyone has someone that's going to be pouring into their ear, mm -hmm. teaching your sons right from wrong. Right now, they're teaching your son, you know, she's throwing it at you, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know. All right. Now, let's fast Fill forward. in the blank. <clears throat> now, let's fast forward. So, well, we, we talk a lot about, like, the standards and, and you know, things. But let's, let's spice it up. So, you know, dating with the Hilux, we want to be able to go out on some dates. What are some romantic dates that you would like to have now so we you actually Ugh. we've gotten a little past the, the initial stage here and you know these decisions and expectations now we found that pretty girl that pretty that handsome man and now we want to keep it fun and fresh i mean honestly i'm old school i like a picnic in the park it could be in the evening i'm going driving we've gone on a picnic uh, we've been in quarantine for I don't know how long. That's true. So, but my thing is, you're asking what would I like, and that's mm -hmm. what I would like: okay. a picnic I'm in the park, you know, the backyard, a blanket, some candles, some soft music, okay. some dancing. It doesn't have to cost a lot. I'm not the type that likes uh, lots of crowds. You know, no, no, yeah. I, I don't like lots of crowds, but something romantic, something where we can focus on one another and we can have those conversations and spend time together. Because I don't want to be in a club being bumped around I and people. Know they have clubs. <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming they still have them. Oh, you know, no, I don't no. know if they're operational. I'm just saying yeah. I'm not the type of person to be in a club where. You know, you have to yell in each other's ear and people are drinking and sloppy drunk. No. When the last time we've gone out to a club together? I don't even. Oh, gosh. I'm trying Ooh. to think. Uh... <laughs> I think we better stick with the picnics. <laughs> That's when, more my speed because, you know, after a certain time, I'm like, all right, time to go to bed. <laughs> but it hasn't been a club. But then we have a party. We have, oh. Uh, Terrence, remember his his uh, oh, birthday party? But that was an eighty style party yeah, where everybody it was fun. It was fun. You oh, listen to all so the oldies. Fun. Now you can bring back those types of yeah, um get-togethers. Get you know, everyone so can eat, fun. dance. You know, take we, terms. We had danced like that in such a long oh, time. Oh my gosh! So Brought fun. out the big gold chains. <laughs> yeah. It had the gold hoop earrings yeah, on. That was fun. <laughs> that was fun. That was Dressed fun. like LL Cool J. You know, it was a amazing yeah, and that right. was true music yeah. that's a kind of that get together that 
I can enjoy. When I hear music, it makes me dance. All that kind of music. <laughs> now is your chance. <laughs> okay. Man, that, that was the what? Yeah. The move. The was it? The eighties. It's the eighties and nineties. Yeah. Like, dance kind of music. And the thing is, they don't, really make they like don't do anymore. things like that yeah. anymore because these days you have to worry about somebody shooting. You have to worry about somebody fighting. You have to worry about. This and that. And then you all know? the music now is all cursing and talking about sex and this and that. I'm like, I can't even understand what they're saying. Yeah. You know, so just yeah, do they even have explicit lyrics on there? They're just talking. Just you know what I learned, and I'm telling my age <laughs> when you listen to the music, like if you go to put it on YouTube, okay. after you type in the name of the song, you have to hit clean version. Because oh I didn't know that. Because you know, I play the song, and my, my daughter's like, "Mom, you didn't click clean version." I'm like, "Heck, I didn't know." Therefore, you know. And then you start hearing all these words, these f bombs and stuff being dropped. You're like, "Wait, whoa, that's what they were saying?" You know, you know? these days they don't even care anymore. Yeah, you know that's because of the government don't care about that type of stuff. They're too busy. Ugh, oh gosh. That's a whole different yeah, story. let's There's leave no that alone. <laughs> standard. It's just, I mean, I don't know where. <laughs> but you know what? While you guys, while we have your attention, just just think back to when was the last time you had a really fun date and what happened? You know, what did you do? You know? Yeah. When was the last time you actually went out on a date and it was really fun? You both enjoyed each other. I mean, whether it was going out to a dance or whether it was going out to um, to listen to. I don't even know if they have jazz clubs anymore. I don't know. But you know what I'm looking forward to? Yeah. Driving movies. That would be nice. That, that, you know, that would be. The one I can remember was one in Fort Lauderdale. Remember oh the sunrise? Because during the day, it's... Um, it's the flea market, and they turn it to a, a drive-in movie at night. Um, no, we hadn't met then, but <laughs> well, that's where in <laughs> in Fort Lauderdale is. Remember the Oakland Park flea market? Yeah, and then I... there's the Sunrise flea market. Okay, during the day, it really is a flea market. At mm -hmm. night, they turn it into a drive-in movie. Then. But that's saying... the only one that I can remember. Now, those those are the types of, of fun dates. Did, you know? did they have drive-ins in Carolina? That's I what I mean. I <laughs> so that was that's what I was saying. That's the only one I. But could you remember. know what? When back then we did fun things like you called it skate town. I forgot what oh, they yeah. called it. You know, we did lots of roller skating on the yeah, weekends. All we we all house. met at the mall. We went to the arcade together. You know, we did different things like that. That's all we yeah. had to do there. But now when living in Orlando, you got so many theme parks. You got yeah. so many options now. So many options. So yeah. many things competing for your attention. You know, when you're dating, you have to be mindful of it. Like, you, I mean, you have Universal City Walk down there. They have, yeah, that's nice to go you know, they have areas where, you know, if you have a certain age, you can do certain things. And once you cross a certain um, age limit, then you can kind of... Well, did they bump you up? You could do more. You can get admittance to different places. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. but you know what? I used to, I used to like. And they shut it down. Um, Paradise Island and um, here at, in our um, downtown Disney. Remember, they used to have BET Soundstage. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. Eight tracks or something they called it. Oh, I don't yeah. know about eight tracks. Yeah, because you were in you were in Tallahassee still in pharmacy school, mm -hmm. and uh, I was here with Ken and Calvin. We would always go down to BT Soundstage, and then they shut all of that down. Ah, so. uh, yeah. But that was, I mean, but those were the places that you know mm -hmm. you could go out and have fun, have some dancing and stuff. But 
they don't have any of that kind of stuff anymore. Wow. And maybe we just beyond the age. <laughs> well, it's not that, but I'm just saying the, what they have available now and what catches the eye or what's interesting right. and fun mm. now to this generation is going to be different from what it was with our generation. So what are some good um, dating uh, ideas? I mean, like as it depends if you're trying to get to know them, going to downtown Disney at night, that's mm. a good thing. It's out in the open. You could do some walking, but it's not like in your movie theater where you can't hear each other. Right. You can't communicate. There's places, there's ice cream places. There's yeah. Starbucks. You can go grab some coffee. There's, there's oh, I hate they 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 close um, bongos. Oh yeah, where got, you could dance. Right. And, and, yeah. And, which we need to go to the place they have the bowling. Um, oh, Splitsville. Yeah, they have yeah. that, which is um, you know, it's the restaurant and everything all in one. It's, and it's, you can even dance outside there because they have people out there playing music. So there's My so many man. things you can do. They have yeah. the House of Blues if you're interested in like in jazz <laughs> and stuff like right. that. So they, they have, have so many too. different things so many different opportunities and it's and it and it's not necessarily something that will break your pocket true you know a lot of, you could just walk around the whole place and just and you know sit you can down be and, there for hours and, exactly and just get some ice cream and hey you've had your date that's true <laughs> but you know i i guess we're 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 kind of um we're kind of spoiled when it comes to that here in orlando area because there's so many different things to choose from um now i know when we were in dc area. oh i was just thinking about that yeah. when we were in dc that whole i don't want to call it the wharf but whatever that area yeah. was on the water right down there you could actually cross how many states in a matter of minutes i know There's so much to do there right so it's just the outdoor restaurants and you're things. only limited by your creativity that's true. Because there's so many things that you can do. Now, granted, I know some things are kind of shut down right now, but yeah. as they open back up, you can literally be sitting here and make a list of things that you'd like to do on a date, you know? Mm -hmm. And if you time it right, I even um, was talking with another couple and they do day dates where, you know, during the middle of the afternoon, before things get really, really crowded, oh, they go out, they have fun. And then when people are starting to come in, you're like, oh, we can go grab some lunch and then go home, That's you true. know? And or, you, I mean, we like Kiki's for breakfast. Yeah. You know, there are lots of breakfast places you can have yeah. to sit and talk. I mean, Cheesecake Factory. Oh, my goodness. Waffles, chicken and waffles. I mean, those are the things, but you get a chance to actually talk to each other while you got a mouthful of, of chicken. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> but, I mean, those are some things. Those are some dating ideas now. Let's see. What are some out of the box dating ideas? Oh wow! You know, out of the box. Out of the box. Hmm. Mm. Now, after you've been dating a while and you want to get romantic, you don't mm -hmm. step. You don't go out to date. You stay in to date. Okay. And so where are you where, going with that? There's where you know you you dim down the lights and then you have some some dinner ideas what about cooking together i think that's a huge okay. thing that you can do especially for somebody that you know they say how people do business with people that they know like and trust so for somebody you know you like and you trust you can invite them over you can cook and prepare a meal together how about the serve it on a <laughs> <laughs> the prepaid so dinner. you're doing the 2020 version <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> The prepaid uh, dinners, you know? Yeah. But I mean, just think about it. You could set the atmosphere here in Orlando, specific, depending on where you live, you time it right. 
You could see the fireworks at Disney for free. You could park in different areas and see the fireworks at, at Disney for free. Or look out your back window. Well, yeah. You <laughs> yeah, depending on where you live. Exactly. There's so many things. You can have dinner out on the patio. For, even for those that have uh, apartments, you're up on the third, fourth, fifth floor. That's a beautiful view at night. Yeah. I mean, going for a walk, you know, now, mm-hmm. um, and if you want to go walk by the lake, of course, you got Disney Springs. Yeah. You can just walk around there. And but they most, even have that balloon, which I'm not getting in, that no. you can actually, you know. <laughs> but I mean, you have so many different lakes and parks around. Speaking of, the Orlando Eye. Oh, Which yeah. I'm not going to get on, but that's an well, idea for the brave. Because other people are brave, this generation. <laughs> you know I really want to get on that. but You and Erica can go. <laughs> no, shoot. They got a wax museum down there too, as well. The comedy show. Oh yeah. I don't know who's. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't have any right open. now. Yeah. But the last time we've gone was uh, who? I know who was really good. D. Bill Belly. Bill Bellamy is good. Yeah, D.L. Really Hughley. Good. Yeah. Um, John Witherspoon when he was alive. Oh, yes, he was. He cracked us up. Oh my gosh, there. But there's so many Bill, different like things Bill. you could do. Yeah. You could G. do. Ray Davis you, was remember. There. You yeah. could actually go to the comedy show depending on what time you have. And they have a whole area down there, a restaurant, a mini mall, movie theater, all up and down International Drive. So you could literally walk for miles, you could stop and play putt-putt golf. That's, that's right. Oh, yeah. That's, that's true. When we did that, that was pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's bowling, King's Bowling down there. That's true. We yeah. haven't done that. Well, I actually kind of like Andretti's Bowling Alley. <laughs> That's because it's inside. Exactly. You're like well, so upscale. Well, Kings was on too. Inside too. But I mean, it was just, you literally had to make reservations like yeah. days Kings in advance. Because really, yeah. that's, that's really in demand. Um, oh, you know what? I, top golf. Oh yes, that was fun. Yeah, because you can play golf outside. Mm-hmm. You can you can eat it eat while you're playing golf. Exactly. Or you could take advantage inside the restaurant. That's a really really good idea. Yes, and so, those are some different ideas. And you could still get to know one another. So yeah. you know, well, Andretti's you can get you can do the race car track on the inside. That's true. Laser tag, of course. Okay, I'm not. I'm not no, I'm not running around with no laser. <laughs> <laughs> no, not when they have. All, all different ages tag. in there. I'm not yeah. competing with them. No, but I mean, they even have the bowling alley in there. Right. They have. They even have a restaurant where you can just go in there and yeah, just exactly. eat. And you know. So that that beats Dave. What well, Dave and Buster's? But. Yeah, but that's more for like a younger. Well, you know what? Andretti's is more so just an upscale Dave and Buster's. That's basically what it is. No, I'm gonna take you back. Remember uh, when we used to always take the kids. Chuck E. Cheese. Chuck E. Cheese. No, but you know what? Let me uh, let, let me cor- let me correct myself because there was a couple that we interviewed, and they said they you know they're that, in their adults. Right. They they went to Chuck E. Cheese you know without their grandchildren and that's whatever, See? and just had and fun. Was, right, because it was it was didn't have to spend a lot of money. Okay, but that's them. Don't take me to that. Chuck e. <laughs> okay. That's that's a straight. I think you, you go to home. And Buster's. <laughs> I think you to Dave and Buster's. No. <laughs> Part okay for those of you guys out there listening. When a woman tells you no, she's not interested. That's not code for yes. That means no, she's not interested. I it was code for try harder. <laughs> you better try harder. You better. Uh, I know. I like. I know. Andretti's is the spot. 
for us yeah because there's some a place that we've gone and yeah. we really enjoyed so mm -hmm. you can be a kid you could be a tourist you could just relax and chill there's top so much day been kind of like i love the top number golf. one spot we're oh going there gosh. for birthdays and yeah just put, getaway put. days and yeah. yeah so i mean there's so much days yeah <laughs> i miss those on board days we say let's just go to disney because <laughs> we had the annual pass well well, well <laughs> you I mean, know what that's a good date idea i like it out, when you know? have an annual pass and you're not pressed right like when you go during certain times of the year and it's really just like hot you oh, know just like, i i'm miserable a, i can't really when enjoy the sun it. goes down i like going first thing in, in the morning yeah, and I like going in November, December when the weather starts to cool yes, down cool. a little bit. So That's I don't mind crying. waiting in line if it's not really hot outside. You right. Know? But typically, you know, in that January after oh, New yeah. Year's, uh, it's not as crowded. That's true. That's true. So, I mean, you have to time things like that. You know? I just love the staycations where we can stay at like the Polynesian Hotel. Yeah. And just kind of relax and then, you know. Have we like given out every single dating idea that we have? <laughs> well, I guess. <laughs> I mean, but you can do stuff. Of them. Yeah. yeah, even if you go to Disney, there are lots of free things. So I'm sure those of you out there that are listening are probably wondering, like, they're talking about all this stuff that costs money, but no, you know, you can use wisdom with your with your coins. I mean, well, you know, well, um, speaking of, because I know we've been accused of being such Mickey Mousers. They can go outside of Orlando and go to Las Vegas. Remember, you can go there and, and ride the gondola um, rides underneath it's in Caesar's Palace. Well, you they have that the, at Epcot, though. That's true. <laughs> Everything's right. You don't have to fly all the way over to Vegas. <laughs> well, I'm trying to give people ideas. Yeah, but I mean, the thing is, everything is going to differ according to your city. There are going to be other um, opportunities. So you could, it may not necessarily be a gondola ride, you know, in Orlando. If right. you live in the Vegas area, you may want to do that. You may want to do a Vegas weekend. Sometimes you can get those trips with really inexpensive flights and stuff if you time it properly. Well, I don't want to forget the water lovers now. Of course, that's not us because we live in central Florida. You can go from the east to the west and you have beaches everywhere. That's right. You can go to Daytona Beach or you can go to Tampa, St. Pete. You can go Cocoa Beach. That's right. And if you want to go up north on the panhandle, you have Destin. Oh, yeah. Pensacola. Pensacola. So, I mean. You can go down to the bottom of Miami. Exactly. So, if you <laughs> want to. talk about the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> now, that's a whole different story because they have clubs on the beach and then. Shopping on the shopping beach. Shopping on the beach. I mean, so there is so much to do when it comes down to South Florida. Horse drawing, carriage rides. Oh, that's true. We can do that here in Disney. <laughs> oh, we just been spoiled when it comes to that. But, um, I mean, there's a lot of different date ideas that mm -hmm. you can you have to be creative and it doesn't cost a lot of money now. it doesn't yeah. and then you know you can search groupon you can search all different types of websites and and take advantage of all of these opportunities that are are available to to young couples for middle-aged couples older couples depends on whatever your speed is you can find something specifically especially here in florida but i mean you could take these same ideas and just implement them where you are. I know we talked before about doing the picnic and turning your house. You know, you could 
if for those of you that are up north and if it's cold up north, you could turn your, your family room into a beach, you know, create a beach scene on the TV, the towel, the candles, play some of that Hawaiian music. And put, um, the only thing is, like, dress if it's up. cold, I guess you might want to put the uh, fireplace, on. fireplace on. Yeah. Yeah, have a blanket, you know, yeah. spend some cuddle time. That's true. That's true. Yeah. And then you oh, can, the creative juices are flowing now. Yeah, and then you can have maybe a tray of some some fruits and yeah. some sauces and some some things that you may want to try. Yeah, you know, and even um, you could try like edible arrangements. You know, they dip the fruit in chocolate. And because all you've been together for a while, you know, maybe there's some caramel, and some chocolate, some strawberries, and you can kind of be Motive creative of where you want to, you know, yeah, place it. the sauces and okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I think those are some nice, stimulating uh, dating ideas. Oh, my goodness. You know, you got to explore so you can. Yes, uh, I got you. Very much so. <laughs> explore and find the sweet spots. Yes. <laughs> you can You can give each other massages since a lot oh, of these places are closed, you know, that people true. you would normally go to the spas and stuff. You can create your own um you could turn your massage envy. Yeah, you can turn your living room, your bedroom into your own massage parlor. Get your own little oils. Heat those suckers up. Put out a blanket. I'm telling you, you gotta be creative. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't sound too excited. <laughs> well, I am. <laughs> okay. All right. I need to make sure now. Oh, you know, I like those. All right. <laughs> So, yeah, dating can be very fun, uh, especially after you've gone through that initial stage of getting to know one another, um, getting past the expectations and, mm -hmm. and sharing um, some things that you like and enjoy. Um, so it goes beyond just the sex part. You yeah. Know? It has to go to where you're having fun with each other. And Connecting. Some, right. And then you're going to always look forward to the the you know, the date nights. Mm -hmm. And so date nights can be Fridays or Saturdays or just the weekend um, period. And so you can already be, you know, thinking about Thursday, you're thinking about, oh, what are we going to do this weekend? You're planning what you want to do for Friday night and Saturday. So make sure though, you listen to date night with the Hilux as you're getting ready. And then you're listening to midnight love. Oh yeah. So that's <laughs> every Friday and Saturday at eight o'clock. Yes, would we'll definitely be with you every Friday night and Saturday night. And then afterwards, yeah. that's when you have the Midnight Love 24. Oh, my goodness. That's simply amazing. I mean, just listening to it just takes me back. I mean, it just creates that atmosphere. We could just cuddle up on the couch and listen to Love Radio 24 on a Friday night or Saturday night. Oh, yeah. Just, yeah. It's the true Midnight Love. Yeah. Now, you know, growing up, I remember being down in South Florida, oh, Mr. Yeah. Freddy Cruz on the oh, quiet my. storm on the hot 105. <laughs> okay. You are definitely telling your age. <laughs> oh, you still kicking too. Oh, wow. <laughs> he's, I'm sure he's good, but he can't compete with my love radio 24. I'm sorry. Exactly. I'm so sorry. Hands down, Dr. Charles Dean. We're doing, they're doing big things at love radio 24. Of course. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. But yeah, we are so excited to be coming to you every weekend, every Friday and Saturdays from 8 to 9 o'clock p.m. 
And definitely, you know, after, you know, you've listened to Date Night with the Hylix, you can go ahead and get settled and cruise on in to Midnight Love. And you can start utilizing some of those sweet spot dating ideas. I mean, that, putting that 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 uh twenty four seven midnight love on. Yeah, it sets the mood. Absolutely, that's when the lights go down. Yeah, you bring out your blankets, your candles, turn on Love Radio twenty four, and have you an amazing Friday night and an amazing Saturday night. Of course, always and forever. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> But we do want to thank you, you guys, again for joining with joining us here on the Love Radio Network every Friday night and every Saturday night at eight p.m. Um, we're super excited to just talk to you about date night. So definitely, if you have any questions and your concerns, you know, message us, DM us. If you have some dating topics that you want to talk about, message us, and we'd definitely be happy to discuss it or answer any questions that you may have. So go ahead and send us a, a quick message. And we want to just send a, a quick shout out to the rest of the Love Radio Network family. And just we hope you guys enjoy the rest of your evening. Yes. And so stay tuned now and prepare yourself for Midnight Love on Love Radio 24. All right. It's Eric and Dr. Sakisha, your relationship experts. And we look forward to being with you again soon. All right. Have a good evening.